So, God's been talking and working with me in the last couple of weeks in regards to my identity. What does God say about me? Who does God say I am? He said. So, 1 Peter 2 verse 9 says like a thing. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you might that you might declare the praise of Him, all your outfalls, and into His wonderful life. So, do you know God is speaking about you? This is what God is saying about us. So, it was also the frog, and the frog is open. So, my frog open is who are you this day? Um, so, if I would have asked any one of you up here this morning, or standing outside, and tell me who are you, what can your answer be? What can your answer be if I say who are you? Can I just say I need you? Hello, my name is Thomas, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a tourist. Hello, my name is Thomas, I'm a business owner, I'm a doctor. Is, it, is, it, is that where we are leaving our identity to? Or is it going to be a more Christ-like answer? So, think about it for a moment. This year, who are you? So, yeah, that was the challenge God set before me in this last couple of weeks. So, if we say we are Christians, then surely we will be able to tell each other who we are in Christ. So, if I ask you who are you in Christ, will you then be able to answer me a Christ-like answer? And Mike spoke about encouragement last week. And maybe if we encourage one another more, then we will know who we are in Christ. Because sometimes we forget. So, let's look at a few things that God has to say about us. So let's see if we can find some of those things. And the first and most important one is that we are sons and daughters of, of Christ. So I want to use Anya as an example. <laughs> so if any one of you asks me, who is this? Asks me, who is this? Then I will say, this is my daughter Anya. And I will not only say that, I will also say that I'm very proud of her, that I love her very much. Why? Because of some things that she has done or accomplished in her life? No. I will say I love her and I'm proud of her because she is my daughter. That's the reason. So that is exactly how God feels about each one of us. God loves us. God is proud of us. I'm a son of God. You are a daughter of God. But I think we've become, we've become so blasé about these things. 
and sometimes forgetting. So let's read Genesis 2 verse 7. And I've used this scripture before when I've preached some time ago. It says, Then the Lord God formed the man out of dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And it is such a beautiful and intimate image of God interacting with us. It's actually my first in years last. It's not an hour now. It's a rather intimate thing. But that is what God actually does. Comes, I want to say when we are born, He comes to us and breathes uh, life into us. So yeah, that's just an amazing picture for me. So just as I love Anya because she's my daughter, so God loves you. And just as I'm proud of Anya, so God is very proud of you. Do you know it? Do you know God is proud of you? Do you believe God is proud of you? I'm saying this morning, God loves you. The next thing is not a new creation. Now, we for us, our disciples are really glad to find we should know that we are a new creation. Yeah? 2 Corinthians 5 17 was on the beginning. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The oldest passed away, behold, the new has come. The problem is the devil comes and comes and reminds us of the old bus before we were a new creation. And sometimes we forget that we are actually a new creation of God. And so I can carry on about what God says about us. Isaiah 54 verse 10 says you are loved. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken. Nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. You are forgiven. That's what God says about you in Ephesians 1 verse 7. In Him we have redemption through His blood. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. You are strong. That's what God says about you. Do you believe it? That you are strong? Ephesians 6 verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. So why then do I want to talk about our identity this morning? Well, I believe we find ourselves, I don't believe it, it says in the word, that we are in this world, but we are not from this world. But being in this world implies that we experience things of this world. So, just thinking about the youth and what they have to face on a daily basis in school regarding their identity. It's wrong. And even us as adults, not adults, we also have to face some pressure regarding our identity. I mean, just walking into 
and look at the magazines. Yeah? Let's see more. Be the best you you can be. 15 steps to be the best you. Oh, he, he needs to support. Are you really a man? Don't you feel the need to be a woman? No. It's going to be And, and then don't even get me started on social media. Your identity is in question the whole, whole time. And those are the things that we need to contend with on a daily basis. Out of that. And if we forget, so sometimes we forget who we are. And if we are challenged in our identity, then we sometimes forget what God said about us. See, bad fierceness is a good clue. In a bad or unfierceness is a good clue. Then you sometimes forget that God loves when God is proud. This is a fact for us, obviously. I don't want to give the devil any credit. Well, only to be fear, but. He knows that when he gets us to a place where we don't know where we, who we are, then he makes us ineffective. So in John 17, verse 15 to 17, Jesus prays this prayer. My prayer is not, I believe in disciples. My prayer is not that you take them out of this world, but that you protect them. From them. They are not of the world, even as I am sanctified by the truth. Your word is the truth. So even Jesus prayed for his disciples that the devil will not come against them. So can we find somebody in the Bible that had a little bit of a problem with identity? Well, let me see an identity crisis, right? Eh? Video crisis is hard, eh? But uh, we, we read in Exodus 3, verse 7 to 10. So the that spice. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave And I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the land of the Egyptians and to bring them out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, the hope of the old And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I've seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. I'm sending you forward to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So here was the lacquer in the company. We know that we have the lacquer But God heard their prayers and decided to actually take them out of Egypt. So I want to speak to the scenario for us. Your imagination. Cinema, say Moses was in our church. Moses is not interested. We all knew Moses. We all knew where he came from. 
We were friends with Moses. Then God comes to us and says, guys, I need someone to go to the Pharaoh. We did Yelle and Steve. And if we knew Moses, and we know when Moses was brought up, then all of us would have said, Lord Moses, I am a man who forms him. I see this said. One, he was brought up in Egypt, he had inside detail into the palace where the Pharaoh was. So I was the guy that was qualified. But what was Moses' reply? What did Moses say? Exodus 3 verse 11. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? <laughs> but, Jesus said, Who am I that I should go to the Pharaoh? Then can you hear that identity sort of talk? Do you see he knew who he was in Christ? Thank you like to be very So maybe it was because he was a Hebrew living in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, I just talk a bit much like us living in this world but not being from this world. But if he knew who Christ was, and if he knew who he was in Christ, then I'm sure that would have not been his response. Because God had to come in the very next verse, in Exodus 3 verse 12, and it says, And God said, I will be with you. And this brings me to the very next point that I want to make today. Why is it important for us to know or to sort out our identity in Christ? Is it about me and how important I am and Lord bless me and keep me or is there something else? Well obviously it's not about me. And our church has been, has been speaking about this thing for quite some time now, is the fact that we are one body. And everyone sitting here this morning has got a reason to be here. Do you believe you've got a reason to be here this morning? Do you believe you are here to warm the church? Because you can do it after you need to warm the chairs. That's what we need as well. No. No. You are placed here by God in this time, in this season, in this church. For a reason. Yeah, I see that a you might have something that this body needs. You might have something that is vital to advancing God's kingdom in Israel. But if our identity is not firm in God, then you are going to be like Moses and say, but why are you? If Moses knew who he was, then he would have known that 
though he does not think he can, he knows that God is with him. What if God comes today or tomorrow or next week and tells you to go to prayer because we need it out of it? I don't want us to Will you be ready? Will you be ready to advance God's kingdom and say, Lord, I'm not sure I'm going to do this, but Lord, I know you are with me, and I know who I am in you. Much like me standing here this morning, Danielle, Paul, as I asked me the other day, if, if I was in the debate team in school, used to be a to see the right thing because I was so scared of talking in front of people. I get to a feature who was took a drive. And it was after my rest of drives it was for me to drive. So every time Bobby asks me to preach, I just want to go, no no yeah, yeah, from my honest. I just want to scream out, no. But you know what? God is by my side. And I can do anything through, with Him. And that's where I want all of us to be. Um, to walk in the fullness of what God has for each and every one of us. Because looking over the church, I see people for which God has so much more than just warming chips on a Sunday morning. John 10 took a very peculiar um, verse, says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come the day I have life and have it to the full. Do you believe that this morning? Do you believe that God wants you to have a full life? I probably I'm not preaching a prosperity gospel. But are you living in the fullness of what God has for you? Are you living in the purpose that God has for you? Or are you just helping to get into heaven? Or, because I believe God has got a plan for each and every one of us. Even the youth that in the end God has got a plan for you. I believe each and every one of us needs to accomplish something. Nami and Yoga. I need, I believe we have to accomplish something for God while we are on this earth. So are you living in all God has got for you? Of probeer it met me maand, of vrijdag, of tot die einde van die maand, of tot die einde van die jaar, we are almost in the stage of the year, we can only mind Christus. This is so right. And then it all starts all over again, and what is there? But I truly believe that if our, our, our identity is in place, if we know God loves us, if we know God is around us, if we know that God is a new creation, then we can be more effective in God's kingdom. And might I say, 
life be a little bit easier. Because life comes at you and into identity and unity. Life is about my circumstances. Everything is falling apart around me. But if we know who we are in Christ, then we can stand firm and say, although my circumstances look looks like this, I know God's. Although everything is falling apart around me, I know God's God. Although it seems like my house is built on the sand, I know God has got a plan for me. That's where we need to get to. Our worth is not in our circumstances. Our worth is in God. So stop looking around you and what people say about you or what circumstances say about you. It is about what God says about each and every one of us. So my prayer for us in this week or in this month to come is that God really comes and reminds us of who we are in Him. Because if we know who we are in Him, then we can be effective in the kingdom of God.